0: Yo, for real though, for real though, Uh, can someone do like a little dance that I can sync to the music? Yeah. Oh. Hi, I'm Ben. Hi, I'm Adam. I'm the building building of
1: control. <laughs> yeah, I'm a I'm a bit uncomfortable already.
2: <laughs> Swings around about.
1: <laughs> it's a shooting. Um, I haven't finished it. No idea how
2: far through I am. I think I'm close to the end. <laughs> don't know can't tell um but i bought it for the express purpose of testing my new rtx card um and then ended up really enjoying it so uh so far it's really good it was the kind of thing like everyone was like dude you gotta play control you really like it right right i was like yeah okay so i bought it i played it and yeah i I got like a minute into the game and i was sold so i was like yeah okay i'll I'll keep playing this game see i really like it uh i think it's really funny and it's fun. And it's entertaining. And it looks really fucking good on RTX. <laughs> it's very pretty. It took me about 20 minutes
0: before I was sold. It was right when you first, like, turned the corner to go back into the lobby. But there's a wall where there used to be a corridor. And that was like, for, like, for a solid, like, 10 seconds, my brain was like... I, was, I, just, I, just, I just didn't... I just didn't know what to do. I was very confused and then I was like, oh fuck, I like this a lot. And then the <laughs> game hasn't done it again in the next like 10 hours of playtime, which is kind of disappointing. Whoa! <laughs> that's really cool. That's really really cool. I haven't I haven't been it yet. Oh, have you been it? Okay. Oh, I don't. You didn't. You see, you, didn't say free, you see, I just you see, I just told today. you. I just told you. Oh, that's.
2: Ah. Great. Oh, okay.
0: Thanks, David. Awesome. Thanks
2: That's for That's great. David. We're just gonna we're just gonna not listen. Yeah. I literally have to edit this fucking podcast today. <laughs> how do I plug my ears or that? Well, uh, Adam, this is just incentive to finish before you have to edit. I've got to finish. How, how long is this game?
1: Huh. Oh, I'm pretty close then. Yeah. Oh no, I've got to be close at this point. Just remember, it's, uh, it's flame
0: resistance oh as well. God. See? The amount of time... Oh my God. That I've set my He's copy of this book on again. fire. It will not burn. When you get this book, you've got it for life.
2: MainOntrigg.com <laughs> Come on. He brought that out again. It's the second time we've seen him burn that book. It's like the fifth... Sorry. David, can, you, can you, can you do like a little dance when you finish the summary? Cause I'm
1: going to, I'm going to take my headphones off. <laughs> Sorry
0: go ahead. <laughs>
2: I mean, I played like an hour of Alan Wake before getting scared and quitting. That's about my accent. I'm too scared for video games, yeah. I thought that was cool as shit.
3: I liked it a lot.
2: The lines are definitely getting blurry when your in-game cinematics look as good as they do. It's yeah. like, it can be yeah. hard to tell. It's like, is that real footage or is that a model? There's a cu- There were a couple points with, like... With
0: light effects, where I was like, no, that looks too good to be in a <laughs> yeah. game or, like, a pre-rendered cutscene or something. Anything where there was, like, smoke and really bright light, it was, like, just the way, like, hair and skin diffuses mm. uh, light. Like, the way it ca- it just, it looked too believable. Um, but I wouldn't say that that, like, pulled me out of the game
2: at any point. If anything, like, the FMVs in this game are, like, so... It's like so well chosen to where they decided to like. All right, we're gonna have like, you know, they were like, we're gonna put it in like non-pristine formats to kind of like make it a little, make a little chintzy, make a little harder to see, so it kind of blends in a bit better.
0: I actually thought that stuff was more obvious as shot content. I completely, I completely forgot about all those little like, really all like, of the, um, the videos dumb, with... like sixties like science promotional videos. I love those. They're, like,
2: my favorite part.
0: Those those were, like, they were really cool, but they were, like, you could totally tell it was a person. Whereas any anything where it was, like, a person in a room, it was, like, it was more difficult to tell. All the, like, trippy shit was harder to tell.
1: Well, that's a model. Yeah.
2: I thought that was wild. Um, just from, like, a yeah, just from an aesthetics perspective, I, yeah, I mean, like, a lot of that stuff was like just kind of nuts. The level of like creativity in the aesthetics yeah. of this game, from like a technical perspective, like, apart from the fact that it's like one of the best looking video games ever, because of mainly because of RTX, those choices were like so smart and like fit so well with like what they were doing
1: overall. Yeah,
0: I feel like they pulled off insanity really really well because it's very difficult to make an interactive experience feel suitably insane to the level that you want it to without it also being really disorienting for the player and I feel like they really nailed the whole idea of you know, this place is not normal, but it wasn't at a point where it was, like, disorienting.
3: Yeah,
2: it's not, like, Antichamber, which is, like, such a, like, 4D chess experience where you're just, like, trying to wrap your brain around it. Like, you're able to play yeah. this game and understand it. It's just when you try to, like... When you start sort of, like, thinking about the logistics of the space <coughs> you're in, you're just like, oh, this is fucking ridiculous. Like, there's there's, there's like, a photo in... It's in like a background in one of the shots of like the cityscape of whatever city this. I think it's New York. New York, and it's like the cityscape in New York, but then there's just like they've included the old house, and it's just this massive fucking. Yeah, it's yeah, like I spire. It's like six times taller than any other building. It's just it's in the this middle. <laughs> massive concrete
0: featureless structure with yeah. And you're one, like that's just one window, one window halfway up, and then six windows right at the top, and that's it.
2: Yeah, and it's just stupid. you're like, that's so dumb. (laughs) (laughs) They're not even puzzles, they're just like, like just do it, like kind of just like fiddle around. Yeah. The game describes them as rituals, which I feel like is like just the most accurate like thing to call them. Like it's not, they're not mechanics. They're not puzzles. They are like rituals where it's like, you got to go in here and do this weird esoteric shit and then you'll be able to teleport to that or like the key will appear or you'll be able to open the door or whatever. Like the rule of three thing where it's like, you got to turn the light on and off three times, which is like, just like, which is just such like a weird superstitious thing. Where it's like, you think about it, you are like, I guess you could kind of understand if someone was like, weirdly superstitious about flicking a light switch three times. So it would do what you want it to do. If you had a light switch on, you wanted to turn it off, you flipped it three times, it'd be off. So in my brain, I'm like, I can understand this actually being a real superstition, but I don't think it is. I did like a one Google search and I couldn't find it.
0: That sounds more like that sounds more like an obsessive compulsive thing than a Yeah it is
3: Yeah
2: But the lore of three exists that's what they call it
0: it was like that one um that one winston Churchill speech we'll fight them on the beaches we'll fight them on the fucking whatever we'll fight them in the water that list was originally like five different places that we will fight them on long (laughs) and it was really fucking dumb sounding he just went on (laughs) whereas every time it's been like edited it was just fucking right camera mitt, if you ever see this can you please upload like a better photograph of yourself like that's a little bit further away from you because the last time i had to the last time i had to put you in a quote it was like i had to use this really close shot of your face and it was like it just didn't really work we try to do like body shots with a little bit more movement like just anything just post it on your twitter i'd be like super appreciative
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love
2: the rubber duck (laughs) quack if you can understand me
0: (laughs) I need you to I need you to run me through this
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> please, please
0: <laughs> What does that mean? What does that mean? wow so you can't like melt it down and turn it into like a bouncy ball oh my god wow are rubber ducks atomically static is that the new thumbnail for the video I just, I just love, like, people were arguing about, like, the most petty dumb shit, but in the context of sci-fi shit,
2: it was great. Yeah, it's, you, you, it's kind of this mixing of, like, this crazy shit that's, like, completely off the chain, and then someone complaining that, uh, the fucking old house moved the toilet again, and I can't find it. I'm gonna, it's like, I swear to god, I'm gonna quit this job if the toilet moves again. It's like, (laughs) like, just shit like that is so funny, because it's, it's this, it's this crazy mix where it's like just this completely bonkers environment just filled with Mm. normal people who are like fucking whatever like in all the there's like there's a video clip it's like a behind the scenes footage from all of the darling from some of the darling videos and it's just that it's that guy and that girl who are like his assistants or something and it's just like b-roll of them like working and you're kind of watching it and it, it's like really obvious that the guy has like a massive crush on the on the female assistant. And there's all this b-roll of him like being really awkward and like like trying to like you can tell he's like wanting to drum up conversation as she's just like walking off. And it's so funny. <laughs> they're in this like crazy lab where like they're testing like the fucking like you know, the intimate interdimensionality of the old house, and it's just this dude he's, just, he's trying to fly. <laughs> It's just it's so funny.
3: Yeah.
0: <clears throat> I love the posters a lot. They were really really cool. Like all the posters that looked like just normal shit that you would see HR departments put up. But it was all like super stylized, and then yeah,
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: I didn't think that was going to happen anyway, don't worry.
0: Block of concrete, for sure. Brutalism, I actually talked to a friend of mine who's an architect so I could get like a really accurate definition of what it is. Because it seems like from place to place there tends to be a different definition. Or at least like your average Joe on the street doesn't perfectly know what it is, but they have an idea. So brutalism's most common and consistent feature, this is a direct quote, by the way, from my boy Ken. A common and consistent feature is the use of mass concrete to create unusual shapes, setbacks, cantilevers, patterns, textures, light and shade. Through just one material, all of these aesthetic benefits are realized that is what it is.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I
0: feel like specifically for Control, if you're just listening and you can't see all the examples that I'm going to put on the screen right now, this kind of brutalism is a very specific kind, which is just the fucking astronomically, ridiculously huge version. So think of places like uh, National Theatre, think of places like the Barbican, think of places uh, like that one university in France that was the place that they set the movie Raw. Fucking weird film, man. I don't recommend that you go watch it very strange (laughs) it's like look that's i don't know the name of it so that's what i'm gonna all images are on the screen go to the youtube channel uh anyway so there's one other concept that i wanted to talk about and this is the idea of ruin value which is a pretty fun idea it's the idea of designing buildings with their eventual ruins aesthetic appeal in mind (laughs) yeah it's it's building a, a very specific idea by a very specific person who's specific name I'm not going to be mentioning because we don't want to get demonetized. Uh, the idea was first explored by artists in like the 18th to the 19th century. Um, what they would do is they would imagine current or recent buildings in a demolished or a destroyed state, you know, a thousand years down the line, right? Really where it was first notably actually implemented into practical design was in the Third Reich. Uh, Albert Speer, who was the Reich Minister of Armaments and War Production, and also a big name in the German architectural game at the time, uh, remarked the following. this This is a quote. What then remained of the emperors of the Roman Empire? What would still give evidence of them today, if not their buildings? So today, the buildings of the Roman Empire could enable Mussolini to refer to the heroic spirit of Rome when he wanted to inspire his people with the idea of a modern imperium. So he was able to use these demolished, destroyed buildings as a means of getting people behind his cause. Painter. He wanted to be able to do this also, but he really couldn't. There were, there were German buildings with heritage, but none that specifically represented the kind of imperialism and the kind of structure that he wanted to represent.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And just by the way, every time we say painter boy, we're just talking about the leader of the NSDAP, we're going to just replace all the words. If you're getting confused by that, that's what we're doing. Painter actively wanted to avoid modern, what he called anonymous materials like steel and concrete when he was creating important buildings that, you know, or like government buildings. Right. He thought that brutalism, which was sort of just starting to become the architecture of the time, was timeless, which I think is a really, really interesting idea. And I feel like this may be part of the reason why they chose this specific, uh, this specific aesthetic for the game because when you look at a brutalist structure like the oldest house, and the same can be said for a lot of contemporary modernism as well, but brutalism just looks better. Don't hurt me. You can't place it to a person or a group or a location or even like an abstract idea. It's not a stretch to say that this kind of design feels like it exists outside of time and space. So that's why it makes the perfect aesthetic for the oldest house.
1: yeah hmm
0: Yeah, it's like it's not it's not the Federal Bureau of Control. It's a building that the Federal Bureau of Control are using. Yeah, that's a very important distinction.
3: Yeah.
2: Don't know. I haven't finished the game. uh I would guess no, because the powers granted to her like the, it's yeah eh, No, I'd say no. I don't know. I just.
0: What do you mean by leaving the oldest house? Do you mean leaving the Federal Bureau of Control? Or do you mean no like going leaving this space? Door. Well, objects of power and people that are, like, supernatural, they exist in this world outside of the oldest house, so, like, I don't see
2: Yeah, that. it so, is said that only... I mean, this is, like, getting into, like, game theory, but there are, like, some memos that state that, like, only directors can bind to objects of powers, so it's, like, it does seem to be, like, interlinked to the board and, like, being in the FBC. So not in a game theory way. (laughs) Right. from like a sort of parallel perspective if you're sort of talking about jesse because like a big part about like the fbc is that like they're hidden and like no one knows about them and then you've got this outsider character who comes in is like elevated so quickly to the like to the top level again i haven't finished the game but you know there's this idea that like yeah if she has if she were to like leave like does she like does the power follow her gonna do it again and bring up edward snowden it's kind of a parallel there. you've got this normal dude who ended up working for the nsa in the us rose up a bunch of levels ended up with all this quote-unquote power you know like it's the kind of thing where it's like when you're at that level it's like you know he had access to so much stuff it's essentially a superpower (laughs) like
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't close my ear cups in time. Oh no, I almost heard that. That was very scary. <laughs> yes, I agree, David. Good, good <laughs> point.
2: You. Yeah, it it actually does kind of tie in quite closely to then the silly sort of thirty three was it 33 thomas street kind of thing so there's this building in new york on 33 thomas street which is like it's a really old broodless building it used to be like an at t building and then part of like the snowden leaks kind of people are like oh, it kind of implied that that building was actually like an nsa surveillance hub or something oh yeah, so okay. they're like so there's like it's like it's kind of conspiracy theory territory but it's does not like a conspiracy theory
0: form. it's like every big organization has like secret buildings
2: yeah but it's like it's in new york it literally looks like the building from control
0: Yeah, just want right before you get into that bit. Yeah, <laughs> I just, I just wanted to very, very quickly say that common misconception about brutalism—it doesn't actually come from the, world, from the word "brutal." It comes from the uh, from the French biton brut," which literally translates into English as "raw concrete." Just a little architecture tidbit uh, for you there. I'll go back to eating my banana and being quiet. No, oh, no. I have a no lot of bananas. Come to my no. house and take some uh, of my bananas. I have like too many. I have like twelve, I've and they're all going to expire.
2: Been playing a bit of Minecraft Dungeons, and it's it's okay. It's fine. It's not a great dungeon crawlery kind of game. Um, if you're like super into Diablo, you won't enjoy it. <laughs> Weirdly, because it's like it's really just boring compared to Diablo. Um, but like. If you've never played a dungeon crawler and you like Minecraft, it can be fun. Like, if you enjoyed Minecraft story mode, you're probably the kind of person that will enjoy Minecraft Dungeons. Yeah, it's a good gateway. Yeah. It's not a good game though. Mm. it's very it's quite good yeah
0: did you see that did you see the one episode where he turned himself into a pickle <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: funniest shit i have ever seen
2: oh yeah david bought no! <laughs> Funniest
0: no!
3: shit i no 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 no
1: See? It it's completely buck. stopped burning. <laughs> completely stopped burning. I'm at literal citrus. I'm eating a banana.
2: <laughs> and we'll see you guys next time.
0: stop recording. We need to come up with some good boundary to go like right after this right after the outro music. What? We need something to put after the outro music.
2: Mm-hmm. Something to put. Something to put. Well yeah. What do you mean after the outro music? After the outro music. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like legitimately confused. Like what?
0: Yeah, do you guys actually not watch the
2: podcast? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I don't I I've, I've like I've like never
1: listened or watched to this podcast ever.